0: Well, hello, friends, and welcome to this week's podcast for St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church. I am D.A. Bennett, and seated to my right is my friend, my colleague, the woman with the good shoes. Pastor Stephanie, how are you today?
1: (laughs) I am doing so great. I love Tuesdays. In fact, I... uh... I love Tuesdays so much that I realized that now this jacket has become my Tuesday jean jacket. Tuesday I,
0: ensemble. I
1: wore it last Tuesday. So for any of you that are watching that remember that I wore this jean jacket last Tuesday, good for you. I,
0: I thought you were going to say, I love Tuesdays because it's tacos.
1: Well, I love that too. <laughs> I love that too, but mostly because it's podcasts. Yes. I and, love it.
0: And of course, we can't do this without our right. studio wizard extraordinaire, Jeff Smith. How are you doing There today, he Jeff? is. I'm <laughs> doing good. Doing real good. Okay.
1: So before you say anything else, okay. I have to also comment on your apparel today yes show off the swag there it is isn't he looking nice And a
0: nice lady here decided that i needed to be clothed properly so
1: (laughs) that was me i'll take credit for that
0: i I was gonna say (laughs) wait i thought it was my idea to get the (laughs) shirt i just asked you to you know, find them. And then I saw this. I said, man, we got to have it in purple.
1: Right. It was all DA. It really was all DA.
0: (laughs) You know, I'm I'm the brain. She's the hard work, the good looks and and all that. Whatever. (laughs) Well, friends, we're so glad you would join us today. Those of you that are watching us live on this Tuesday, uh, we always love to get your questions, get your comments or heck, just give us a shout out and say, hey, I'm I'm watching. I'm listening. We would love to know who's out there today. And those of you that are on the... The, uh, tape delay or you're just listening to the uh, audio portion, we're always so glad that you would make this a part of your discipleship and how you too are able to grow in your relationship with Christ. We have been in an amazing yeah. Series. I mean, I'm having it's a lot so of good. fun with this. I
1: am too. In fact, I find myself throughout the week as I'm thinking about the season of Lent and as I'm going through things, I find myself just referring back to what we're talking about on Sundays. And it's just so powerful to spend this much time on one particular passage from someone who was so much a father of our faith. Right. And, and I just love it. I think it's fantastic. Right.
0: I mean, King David was known as the the king of mm-hmm. God's people. And that's what, when you know, when his dynasty began to crash. And then they were conquered and went into exile and then they come back and the Romans are in charge of the land. That's what people were looking for in the Messiah. They were waiting for the next king, the son of David, to sit on the throne.
1: Yeah, isn't it just great? I love that. Mm -hmm. So
0: really a lot of fun we're having. Uh, For those of you that maybe you're just catching up with us, we've been looking at Psalm 51, which is David's psalm of repentance Mm -hmm. after he has committed adultery with Bathsheba and then uh, conspired to commit murder so that her husband Uriah was... Uh, killed in a battle. Uh, and when he was confronted with his sin, how it was that he began to repent and he really began to pour his heart out to God, you know, appealing to God's mercy, appealing to God's unfailing love and great compassion and asking that God would uh, just, just wash him clean and how it is that it, he would be cleaner than clean. He would be purified right, right. in that. Mm-hmm. And then how uh, even sometimes if we do laundry, it may be clean, it may be purified, <laughs> but maybe there's a stain and how it was. He, he did didn't want to walk around with that stain on his right. life he did not want his reputation uh his his witness mm-hmm. as it were to be known as well yeah he's king and he loves jesus and he writes some good songs that we can sing or he didn't <laughs> love jesus necessarily but you know uh right. that um uh. but 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 look at him you know he's, right. he's, stained, he's stained, and he right. didn't want that mm-hmm. and and after david has prayed all of that he comes to what is probably the most famous verse in psalm 51 and that is verse 10 where he says Create in me a clean heart, mm-hmm. oh God. And and I always want people to know by heart. He does not mean right. his blood pumping muscle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the the heart for the Hebrew people was it, it was kind of the core of, mm-hmm. you know. However we imagine ourselves, our hopes, our dreams, our intellect, our fears, right? All of that, you know, it flows from the heart. And right. there's there's one of the the scriptures that kept going through my mind is. You know, the Bible teaches it's out of the abundance of the heart, Mm. out of the the center of who we are, that our mouth speaks. Yes. And and that's what we find in David in this is he's like, I I am so broken. I, I am so empty. Yeah. God created me a, a clean heart. Right.
1: And one of the things I loved about the message on Sunday is at one point you said, I believe it was in the 815 service, you said uh, it has to do also with our will. Yes. And when you brought that into it and, and the hopes and the fears and the intentions and all of those things, but when, when you brought in the idea of will and that really connected with me when I thought about oh, say David. more about David, well, it was just so good when I thought about David saying, created me a clean heart, literally everything that I am, I don't want to be separate separate from right. God. And when we think about our will and really that encompasses our desires and our intentions and our ability to to do something on our own, it's something that we could keep separate from God. You know, yeah. our, our will is. And because it's like when Jesus surrendered and he said not not my, my will, will yeah, but wow. your will That's be a great done. Connection. So I just loved that when you really connected the idea of heart to even something <clears throat> more than physical, but also something more than just emotion. Because yeah. I think in our Western culture, a right. lot of times we just connect heart to emotion and feelings. When you're right, for the Jewish people, it was so much more than that. I kind of liken it to what we would say in Western culture of our spirit, like mm-hmm. it's, our, it's our spirits, everything that we are. And I thought that was just a really amazing point to bring up. Well,
0: again, and that just goes back to the Hebrew understanding of what they meant mm-hmm. by heart. And and when we look at the, the central verse for the jewish people uh you know hero israel the lord the lord is one yeah. you shall love the lord your god with all your heart, heart. Yes. and then it goes on and in, in all your soul and mm-hmm. all your might mm-hmm. and jesus even says all your mind i mean it, uh-huh. it really is this idea of everything that defines us
1: yeah.
0: both the seen, yeah but that unseen mm-hmm. part of us david realized that unseen part of him uh he could hide it from other people right but he couldn't hide it from God and and he knew at this point okay I I am nailed I am guilty and Mm -hmm. you know i appreciate that he tries to deal with it quickly and and honestly i mean we give david a lot of credit for for (laughs) writing all this and giving (laughs) us such a good order but one thing i'd want to say is to me this is evidence that the holy spirit is inspiring david to write this you know the the scripture teaches that the spirit helps us in our weakness when we don't know what to pray the spirit will give us words
1: intercedes for us and
0: uh i Mm -hmm. just i just see through this God speaking through David. Yeah,
1: I I totally agree with you. And and I love the fact that you brought up kind of a little bit later on in the sermon, this idea that the, the God who spoke things into being, Yeah, we just came off of the creation series and the God that spoke things into being, it just happened. And then you said that David knew that that, that he's talking to the same God that could just say it and it would happen. And that's part of, I mean, it's really why DA and I picked this as the next series as we were talking about things. We, We just went through and we said, where are the, Places in Scripture where it talks about creating, right? And, and we both thought of creating, creating me a, a clean, clean heart, heart, oh God. Yeah, we and even so, did that.
0: Maybe well, I'll take harmony next time. You right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I love
1: that too when when it it ties back to everything you helped us understand in that creation series of God has the ability to create something out of nothing, and he and David knew that that he had the ability to create in him a new, brand new heart. <clears throat> In the midst of all right. of the It's the first ended.
0: time in this psalm, this is the first time in the Old Testament that we actually find that same word that we find in Genesis, yeah. you know, that God created the heavens and earth and God spoke and that's what happened. And right. and for David to appeal to him, I mean, sometimes that's what what we may pray to, yeah. you know, if, yeah. if there's something in our life that isn't right, it's just like, God, if you would just speak the word, uh-huh. you could change my life. Uh-huh. And And perhaps part of the inspiration from the Holy Spirit in this is, okay, let's deal with the sin first right Let's let's deal with the sin, right. and and now that David has, you know, wash me, purify yes. me, remove the stain. Yeah. You know, maybe there's something else left in that progression that I don't understand. Yeah. But but David, it, he is a tabula rasa. He is <laughs> wiped clean. That's
1: a good that's, word. That's like almost it? as good as yada yim. Yada. What was the one we used from the first? <laughs> something. I just like
0: the yada yim. Yada yim.
1: Something. Something. Yada. <laughs> This is what we would normally cut out of the, the podcast. I was going to
0: say, if we, if we were not live, we would be editing <laughs> right. this. Now, I'm going to have to go look this up I know. now. Uh-huh. Somebody that's watching, go ahead and type you in there, you idiots. It. It's the <laughs> yada yim, yada yum. I don't, <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. Exactly. I don't even remember what the other way of getting oh. washed was. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, uh, you know, he, he understands that God is creating god has yeah. creative power right and he realizes i think at this point and of course you know again under the inspiration of the holy spirit mm-hmm. that he cannot be the same person he was right. he, he he will not come out of this unflawed he will right. not come out of this unscarred mm-hmm. but in his relationship with god he knows he needs to get his heart yeah. back in the right place yeah. and and one of the things that that i really thought you know it, it talks about in uh when samuel's writing um you know in the springtime when the kings go out to war david yeah. stayed at home and, and again people have surmised is david bored is david depressed right. is he burned out is right. he having a midlife crisis and maybe it's all those things but as i read it the thing that's quite evident is david had lost his spiritual passion right. you know when we when we talk about having the fire of god in our mm-hmm. lives and we talk about you need to have a passion for god um david i think had lost that yeah. and You know, if we can take heart, we lose it too. But whenever we begin to lose our spiritual passion, we put ourselves in that place where we are ripe for temptation and we are ripe for moral or ethical failure. Mm -hmm. So so maybe one of the questions, Jeff, are we getting any questions yet? So, we uh, have not gotten questions okay. yet. Okay. But mm-hmm. we do have uh, a couple of people joining us online that's already said hi. So, good. let's give them a shout out real quick uh, since we're at a good point for that. Uh, Barbara, hi. Hello. Thank you hey, for joining Barbara. us. Hello, Barbara. Uh, let's see. Christy's, Christy's joining us. Oh, so we knew Hello. we could count on Christy. <laughs> right. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys got questions, be sure you get those submitted here pretty quick here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, so you know, it, if we can lose our spiritual passion, mm-hmm. The question is, and, and let's just make this personal, because yeah. I know you'll have an answer for this. Sure. How do you stoke the fire of spiritual passion in mm-hmm. your life? What are the things, mm-hmm. the habits that right. you do? And I, I, I think yeah. I know some of them. Yeah, but, you probably but, do. But, but what are some things you do to keep yeah. that passion alive? Well,
1: one of the things I loved about you saying this was it helped It helped <coughs> me in, in thinking yes, there are things that we can do when we lose that passion. Because a lot of times we think passion is something that...
0: It's emotion. Like
1: it's an emotion. It's something that we're going to ride the wave and it's either there or it's not there. And that's not really true. right? Because when we're talking about the passion that comes from our heart, which is not just a blood pumping muscle Mm. and not just our feelings, then then we have the ability to affect that. And so one of the things that I do that is just huge for me, and I think it's probably the same for you because you've mentioned it before, is that when I... I worship God through music Right, that's huge for me and I don't just mean on Sunday mornings like I, I don't mean that I can only do that when I'm sitting in the seats and, and our band is playing although I love doing it then but I do it every morning every mm-hmm. morning when I get up I have a, a playlist that I listen to and some of it is actually video based, and so I am actually seeing people worshiping, and that for me will stoke that fire. And there are times I would like to say that reading the scripture does that for me. There are times it does that for me, and there are times it is just a discipline. Yeah, for
0: reading me. reading chronicles is <laughs>
1: <laughs> does not stoke the fire of the passion. But yeah, so those things for me. But I think that. that's going to be different for every person. But just the idea that you have a hand in that, that you don't just have to wait for the passion of God to come in like a wave and then it leaves you and you miss it and you want it back and you have to wait for it to come again. That's not really how it works. Like we have a hand in in how we stoke the fire of that passion. What do you do?
0: You know, I tend to think of this, one of the things we know from reading (laughs) scriptures, there's so much of a relationship between god and people or christ in yeah. the church that that marriage and dating and th- those are just good examples of what we do right and so when i think about you know the passion i have for my wife yeah okay so it, it, it's not the same at my age now we've been married for what 35 years yeah, it, awesome. it, it's, it's not the same at year 35, mm-hmm. as, it, as it was expressed in year one.
1: Right, right.
0: Or, or year 10. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean the passion has waned. Right. But for us to maintain that passion, We've got to spend time together. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the discipline of even if I'm reading Chronicles, right. I think it's an important discipline. Right. Uh, but but another thing about passion is, you know, what, does this consume you? I mean, I have met people before and they're consumed with different things. Maybe they're mm-hmm. consumed with the sports team. And, mm-hmm. and at times I admit, I you know, I'm kind of all in on, on watching <laughs> a football team and I, I don't just... Uh, watch the games. I'm, I'm listening to sports talk radio about my team, or I'm watching, yeah. uh, reading a magazine or a news article. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's like maybe there's something in every part of my day that relates to this passion right. I have for that. Um, but my passion for God is so much more. I, I love the mm-hmm. idea of worship. I don't, I don't know if you have this experience. I I try. I want to be careful in how I say this because I don't want people to misunderstand what sure. I'm saying. But sometimes in the middle of worship. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're singing, we're praising and I can hear the congregation yes. more than I ever do. Yes. And at, at that point I just stop. I love that. And, yep. and I just listen because it, it gives me a sense of as much as I am enjoying uh-huh. hearing people worship, how much more yes. does God yes. love this? And and so those that. are some things I think that, uh Stoke our passion. the The problem is, so often our heart can grow cold. We begin to lose that fire. Right. And one of the songs that I remember this this is a like eighties flashback. You may have been alive when this song came out. I don't know <laughs> what year were you born.
1: Eighty one. Uh,
0: yeah, it was out. But you were. You is know, he supposed
1: to ask me you that? You were Jeff? in
0: preschool.
1: He's not allowed to ask me that live. I can I'm ask totally her. Kidding. I can, he can ask, totally you that. ask you that. You don't, that don't live. have to. You don't no, have to answer to that. But. <laughs> so
0: good. But uh, it was a song by. Uh, it was actually a, a duo, Eddie DeGarmo and Dana yes, Key. They were right. called DeGarmo Key. Right. And they had a song called Casual Christian, and it kind of became, <laughs> back in the 80s, parlance for people saying... Uh, you know, I don't want to be a lukewarm Christian. And I I remember the song, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a casual Christian. And I think that's what happens to us sometimes is we get a little too casual, Mm -hmm. a little too comfortable. And I'll be honest, I like being comfortable in my faith. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I I mean, isn't that true? I I, I tend to say, Oh God, are you sure we need to go that? I was watching a a video of a guy this morning and he said something. I'm like, Oh man, I really needed to hear that, but I don't uh. know that I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Your toes were stepped on they, just a little they, bit. They yeah. stomped on, amputated, something. <laughs> I mean, they, they they were cut off. But but we know Ooh. when God creates a clean heart, God yeah. is creating a new person, and God is restoring the passion yes. that we have.
1: Well, and I want to go back just just a little bit before that in the message, because I really loved it when you did talk about God as a creator, he's able to speak things into being. I loved it that you said it's important for us to um, pursue the relationship with God with all of our hearts, because I feel like that's another thing that stokes the passion for us is that when we pursue that with all of our hearts and it does consume us, then then we really are in a good place, a place where we're not going to find ourselves tempted like you were saying before. And I think about the fact that when we're in a new relationship with someone like when i when i first started dating phil sure. you know the thoughts about that person do consume you and and you are pursuing them you're you're running after them you want to be with them you want to spend time with them and a lot of times again we think that that's just something that overtakes us that we have to wait for that feeling to come and then ride the wave but but that's not true because the pursuit is a choice we make on our right. part, so we can pursue god but i loved how you said pursue him with all your heart. I you just know, know i
0: i it. It, w- listening you say that it reminds me of an experience i had when i was in seminary uh it, it, i was just in a really hard place in my life i mean you know it's like i it's like I, all i needed was an excuse to cry because i mean wow. i was i was just kind of in yeah, a broken state weird. um and I remember just thinking, gosh, I do I do not feel close to God. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I literally mm-hmm. didn't even want to listen to Christian music yeah. sometimes because I was afraid it would lift my spirits. Uh-huh. You know, and oh, I, I That's just you. not where I was. I, I, I mean, I was blue. I, I had the blues. <laughs> Jeff likes the blues. I had the blues. That's right, yeah. I the blues. <laughs> and um, I remember just – I don't want to say I had doubts. I just really had a lot of questions about my life sure. and my relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And I was in a class, and a professor said something, and he probably – has no idea mm. what he was saying, but mm-hmm. God was speaking to me mm-hmm. through what he said. Mm-hmm. He goes, you know, what is the first thing you think of when you get up in the morning? And what mm-hmm. is the last thing you think of before you go to bed? Right. And at that point, it's like every morning I was waking up with God, you got to help me get through the day. yeah. And every night it was God. Thank you for helping me get to it it, it. it just reminded mm. me that I was connected to God. It wasn't based on emotion right? because my emotion was not in right. a healthy place. Um, yeah, but, to pursue that, and you know, I, th- mm. I think he said in there something about you know, you know, are you doing the things you need to do? Again, that discipline, right. which that was one thing I could say. I read my Bible every day. Uh-huh, <laughs> you right, know, it, right. it, it wasn't always meaningful to right. me, but yes. I, I read it every day, and just by kind of continuing some of those mm-hmm. holy habits, God was creating in me yeah. something that I didn't know or see or understand yeah. at the time.
1: Well, and and part of what I loved too is. You went on to say that um, when David prays for God to give him a clean heart, he's asking for a complete makeover oh, yeah. in his heart. And one of the things I love about that is that doesn't happen overnight. No. It happens over that's, a period of time. That's
0: actually what I'm going to be preaching this Sunday. Is it? So, oh, Because we're, yeah. we're going to the, the second half of this verse. In verse 10, it's created me a clean heart, mm. oh God. And renew a right spirit right. in me although the the translation that we'll be using the new living translation says uh, renew a loyal, loyal spirit Because he had lost his loyalty yes. so. Oh and
1: that's going to be so so good But I love this too that When you were going through that in seminary And you were taking the time to to pursue God It took time And I'm sure the change in your heart took time And a lot oh, of times yeah. we get frustrated When we ask God for something And it doesn't take time But one of the things I love to tell my girls Because I think anytime you're in high school You feel like everything should happen immediately But I think we're still guilty of that later on in life sure but is that it's the it's the things that take time that are longer lasting when you think about that in your life you know when a, when a passion burns long and or hard, hard and fast for a little while and then it can wane it's it's the development of a relationship over time that is lasting and the same is true for our relationship with god that when we ask him to make our heart clean it's not that he that he can't do that immediately but when he asks when we ask yeah. him to create in us a clean heart the process of creation and then seeing that take root in our lives and then bear fruit in our lives that takes time
0: and and because the heart is you know again our will is there uh-huh. my will has to be given to that all the time yes. it, it's when my will is like you know God it's been good up to now i think i got this Whew. oh no
1: no no Th- then, right. then
0: i'm in trouble again yeah. but the other thing you know when when something is broken um you know, and again, we want it fixed immediately, right quickly. Yeah. You know, if you have a, you know, a service person come over to do the repairs, <laughs> one of the things that you might hear them say is, we can do this quick or we, we can do, do this right. right. And, <laughs> yes. and and that's, that's the thing. I, yeah. I mean, that's just such a great way for us to understand this. Yeah. David wants it now, yeah. but... It's it's going to take some time. It's going to take some
1: time. Okay, Jeff, I saw your hand. Do we have a comment or a question? Uh,
0: So we've got a question kind of related to the topic right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, If someone is asking for a clean heart, Mm -hmm. what are the steps and processes, if any, Mm -hmm. to go about that for God?
1: Mm -hmm. I think you should take that one. Okay. Go Uh,
0: well again it, it is a process what are some steps the the first step and this goes back to the the wash me purify yes. me remove the stain yeah it's to come clean quickly yes you know if when when the prophet nathan confronts david if if david is like man what are you talking about i <laughs> i didn't do that man what's <laughs> right, right. you know david denial. didn't go into denial mm-hmm. he immediately goes to the place of confession and for us to to get that clean heart part of the work of the Holy Spirit in our life and we may take more talk more mm-hmm. about this with the, the process is the, the Holy Spirit doesn't just want to remove the guilt of our stain mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit wants to take whatever sin is growing in our mm-hmm. lives and pull that out by the root you know yes. it's like a dandelion this time of year yes you know that that dandelion if you don't pull it out by the root it's yeah. going to grow back yeah and and sin can be that way so yeah. I think the first step is uh, Coming into the knowledge that, that I have sinned, but again, uh, at that, that same place is the understanding mm-hmm. that who is God? Yes. That God is merciful, that God has unfailing love, that God has compassion. Mm-hmm. But once we confess that sin and begin to get rid of it we want to be purified and that's where you mm-hmm. talked about the the hyssop do mm-hmm. you want to throw some stuff in oh, here
1: well sure just just this idea that it, it's the blood of jesus that does purify us that he is the one that makes us no longer contaminated by our sin because that contamination will work itself in it's the it's the part of us that's not not natural to us now right. i'm not saying that you know we are not born into sin so our sinful nature yes is, is part of our natural being but it's God's work in us that removes those contaminants and purifies us, makes us 100% the people that we were created to be.
0: Yeah. And, and then, you know, you put something in the wash, come out, stain still there. You do it again. And, right. and I think, again, that's a helpful kind of thing mm-hmm. because it, it, it's a process. The clean heart. I don't, I'm not going to limit God. Right. I mean, I, right. I've heard the testimony of somebody who is broken in their drug addiction, mm. and they pray that God will deliver them, I and God does. I mean, right, right then, they right. never have a desire or a right. craving for True. that addiction again, True. but for most of them, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing about the, the creative spoken word of God mm. is sometimes, and, and we don't understand this, we just know sometimes God takes care of it immediately, yeah. but other times God's plan in a person's life is different so i I think the first step is uh to that when we are confronted with Mm -hmm. our sin let's not run from it let's not hide it let's pray about it and again different levels of sin you know we we respond (laughs) differently if i if i say something out of anger to my wife because that relationship is strong Mm -hmm. that's easier dealt with true but if, if if there was to be And there's not. You know, a Bathsheba moment. Right. That that would be much harder to recover from. So I the the the, the clean heart part of and I don't know if I said this Sunday or not mm-hmm. part of the idea about a clean heart is when David is is asking for this mm-hmm. it's because David can't clean his own heart right
1: right you know yes. so
0: so we have to confess we ha- just just you know we would say you have to come clean right, of right. what you've done and once right. we come clean and sometimes there are layers of that that God's going to yeah. work through but it's God that cleans our heart and that's why we appeal to God
1: well and I love this idea too of of coming clean or confessing our sin because I think a lot of us as Christians who We've lived a, a life obedient to God. There are a lot of times we um, talk ourselves out of of our sin. We we we've rationalize sinned. it. We rationalize it, yes. And the danger in that in thinking that there are, you know, worse sins than others. I think there are levels of sin, but right. we're clear that there are not worse sins than others because all sin leads to death. But I think what we have to remember is that when God is making us clean and he's making us new that we we want again that to happen immediately it doesn't always happen immediately that we grow into what God wants for us to be but i just i, I don't know i find this idea interesting that it's that we don't want to talk ourselves out of it or rationalize it because what normally happens is if there's sin that we think is like baby sin there's usually a deeper rooted problem that comes yeah, from that, that's, that's a great and one point. of the things that I, I find is that um, an example of that would be that pride is a big sin, but it it's covered over because a lot of what happens when we are prideful uh, is acceptable by culture. So right. if we, uh, you know, if we think we are better than other people or we think that um, somehow people are less than we are, that's
0: well, I, I deserve this or I deserve and it. You yes. or
1: I'm entitled to yeah. something. Yeah. All of those things stem out of pride. But it's easy to rationalize because our culture says it's OK. And so I would encourage those of you who are watching and listening, uh, you know, you may be thinking, well, I, I haven't. I haven't murdered anyone so you know all is okay but but there may be some deeper rooted sin that when the holy spirit shines that light on us and convicts us in a loving way we do have to confess we need to come clean and no longer rationalize what we've
0: done yeah i i've I've not murdered anybody (laughs) I've, i've not committed adultery but my sin is still
1: it's still sin. It's still sin, it still and the wages of that is death. Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, the heart, again, I, I just love this, understanding who our heart is and understanding, brothers and sisters, that God mm-hmm. has the power to speak into your life. Yeah. And, and maybe part of what God speaks into your life is, okay, for me to create this clean heart in you, I don't want you to do this anymore. Right. You know, I maybe you don't need to be in a relationship with a person, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't need to, you know, be in this environment anymore. That's yeah. not healthy for you. I can't do the work I want to do unless your will is completely mm-hmm. In, in in line mm-hmm. with mine. The heart is our point of contact with God. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to love God with all our heart. We can certainly take satisfaction that God loves us with yes. all God's heart and God's heart. Is, is big. big. <laughs>
1: That's exactly right. Well, any other closing thoughts you not, would have for not us? Not for me. How about you? I think that we are just great, and I guess I do have one closing thought. One announcement. It's the same, right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> we just thought of it at exactly the same time. So next week, Holy Week. Holy Week. Which is crazy that it's already time for Holy Week. Uh, Pastor D A, do you want to tell him what you're doing on Tuesday? Well,
0: I've, I've been invited to be a guest speaker uh, in Ardmore at a community gathering mm-hmm. during this normal time Uh on Tuesday. I tried to get them to schedule around it; they couldn't, but uh, I wanted to do that. And we've got a week full of activities.
1: So we are going to do our live video podcast on Monday, Monday, April 11th at 1230 same time So tune in on Facebook At 1230 next Monday Instead of next Tuesday And we're excited for you To be speaking They're going to be blessed by you Well thank you I've
0: actually Mm -hmm. preached In that church a few times But it was always on money So they may wonder If I've got anything else To talk (laughs) about
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which we know you do So that is great And Jeff thank you For making all this possible today You the man That's right And thank you All of you who are watching And listening We just love having you As a part of this faith journey That we are all on together And we will look forward To seeing you again next week as a part of our loving, caring, overcoming community of faith. Thanks for being a part of it.
0: Hey, friends. D.A. Bennett, St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church. I want you to know that we are discovering some real blessing and benefit of digital discipleship. But we also want to talk to you about subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, it's under the church's name, and you'll get some different uh, video devotions each day. So if you're looking for another venue, maybe they will work for
1: you. God bless